Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis, and we want to welcome you to the boardroom chat today. Praise God, I tell you, we enjoy these. People really enjoying these boardroom I'm chats. I'm enjoying them, too. You know, we get down to where the rubber meet the road. Yeah, because like when we have these things, you know, you don't want to interrupt me as much. I don't interrupt you as much? No, you used she to be bad about that. She interrupts me all the time. That. Praise God, but that's all right, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah, God is so good. I want to ask you a question. You always do. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You don't know what I'm, I'm going to say. That's true. What do you do when you just had your brain beat out? What do we do? What do you do? What do, do you do? do? Well, I go to the I'm Lord. I'm going to tell you what I do. Well, let's, what do you do, No, Jesse? no, I'm asking you the question first. I just told you, I go to the Lord, and <laughs> okay. he, he gives me answers. Go to the Lord. Hallelujah. It, I, don't let, I don't let the devil break oh, my brain. Oh, come on, talk out, to though. me now. <clears throat> Your reaction to what goes wrong is very important, sure. not only to God Almighty, but to yourself and the people around you. Mm -hmm. The Apostle Paul went out and was preaching the gospel, and they just beat the fire out the guy. And he picked a guy named Silas. Uh -huh. And I like old Silas because Silas said, man, I do whatever it takes. I just want to work with you, Paul. Yeah. And I want to go to the book of Acts, chapter 60. We're going to talk about today is what do I do when everything going wrong? I mean, when, I mean, everything, and it's just, we're in pain here and all kinds of different things, spiritually, physically, or financially. Paul, the apostle, in Acts chapter 16, mm -hmm. I mean, people got mad at him. I mean, because he was preaching the word of God. In verse 22, watch this. And the multitudes rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. When they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. So not only were the blacks bleeding, everything going wrong, they stuck their feet in the stocks, they can't move. Mm. And look what Paul and Silas did. Verse 25, and at midnight, mm -hmm. Paul and Silas prayed, well, that's number one, and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about songs in the night. That's good. <laughs> Whenever things going wrong, instead of complaining, saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. What's oh, Jesus? They start singing praises to God. Mm -hmm. And why? What was the reason for it? Because they knew that greater is he was in them than right. he that was in the world, even though they had been beat up ferociously about right. that. Uh -huh. And I like what it says, and the prisoners heard them. Mm -hmm. What are people hearing when you're talking? when everything's going wrong. Is it the same God when everything's going right? Do you give God glory when everything's going right? And say, boy, I tell you so wonderful, but when everything's going right, or have you changed your confession or whatever you believe in God for? Or your tune or your song? Yeah, you know, I mean, you just totally change. I prefer to sing songs in the night because that just confuses the devil. Yeah, and songs of victory, not just any right. kind of song. Not woe is me songs, but... Victorious songs. So in other words, when you're singing, when everything's going wrong, that confuses the devil. It confuses the people around me. And if you read verse 26, Sunday, there was a great earthquake. Wow. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. Hmm. Now watch this. I mean, I mean, everything going wrong. And my Lord, they didn't know what to do. Notice they didn't try to escape. No. See, they were free even with the stocks on them. Mm -hmm. They were free, even with the stripes on their back. It didn't make no difference. Mm -hmm. And my God, the jailer going to kill himself. And he said, man, don't, don't hurt yourself. We, we're all here. Mm -hmm. And the first thing the guy said, what must I do to be saved? Mm -hmm. You see, with everything going right, <clears throat> and you believe in God and singing songs, and not like as if that means nothing. God will cause an earthquake spiritually, physically, and financially in your life and shut down the bonds and chains right. and cause people to hear what you're saying. And all of a sudden, what you've been believing for God to come to pass will come to pass. That's right. That day, they, people <clears throat> thought they were in prison, but actually it was a platform Amen. for them to share the gospel with Amen. somebody that really needed it. Well, it was amazing. I mean, many years ago, Mike Barber asked me to go to uh, death row there in... Uh, Huntsville, Texas, <clears throat> mm -hmm. there was a woman named Carla Faye Tucker who had got born again, done a terrible crime, I mean terrible, and they sentenced her to die. She got born again, 
And they changed it from death row to life row. She got all those people saved. Now, I didn't know this person, but I saw her in the interview on Larry King Live years ago. many, many years ago. Now, watch this. I didn't know this woman from Adam. And uh, anyway, to make a long story short, she began to sing songs in the night with everything going wrong. She's going to die. But she made up her mind that she would change death row to life row. And she did. And she did. But what I did not know is evidently she had got some of my tapes or heard me, and she began to tell the people, I'm going to trust God and believe God that God will send Jesse to plant us to this place to preach to you. Now, I don't know. I never heard any of that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, years, they executed her, okay? Well, uh, 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 Mike asked me to go, and I went. And there was a letter that she had wrote. And when I got there, they showed me the letter. She said, Brother Jesse, she's talking from the grave now. I prayed that you would come here and preach to these people. And, and we changed it from death unto life. And would you just preach the word of God? That touched me, and I've never forgot that as long as so I ever powerful. lived. So because even when she was gone, her prayers were answered. She believed. She believed God. Why? Because of her attitude. Because of their attitude, songs in the night. My God, look what it says. In verse 30, and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be Praise saved God. and thy house. Hmm. Yes. See, so your attitude means a lot when you're standing on God's word and believing God's word. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, people think I've always had it easy. And, uh, you know, no, I mean, we got trouble just like anybody else. But I don't pay no attention. I prefer to confuse the devil with his own confusion than for me to give him some evidence or something. I don't tell him how I feel because he'll use that. Yeah. I go by what I believe. I think that uh, Paul and Silas knew they were coming out of that, that they Amen. would be victorious because they had an assignment to go into all the world and preach the gospel. That's right. They knew their, their uh, assignment was not ended. But so even though that was a devastating situation, when think they prayed and still sought God and worshiped him Amen. And, and the earthquake came, but they right. didn't just run out and escape. They stayed there because they still were led by the spirit, even in the middle of that difficult situation. Oh, and it was difficult. And God used them to reach that, that jailer and his whole household. I want to read that verse 31. Okay, go ahead. Do it. And the, um, well, verse 30 and 31 in the Amplified Bible, it says, And he brought them out of the dungeon and said, Men, what is necessary for me to do that I may be saved? And they answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Give yourself up to him. Take yourself out of your own keeping and entrust yourself into his keeping, and you mm. will be saved. And this applies both to you and to your household as well. In other words, quit trying to protect yourself. And let God do his job. Yeah. That's what See, he See, all along there. that prisoner, that um, prison prison warden or whatever he was, that guy that was keeping him in the right. prison thought he was keeping him with those chains, but they weren't chained up to those chains. Oh. They were connected to God himself, and that was a temporary situation, and it was subject to change because they continued Amen. to praise and seek God. But you, know, you hear Paul saying, even though I'm bound with this chain, the word of God is not bound. That's right. You see, now I'm, I'm saying all this because right now the... World is going to hell in a handbasket. My God, I mean, it's a, nobody know what to do. I mean, people are just running like crazy because of COVID, Delta, this and running. Nobody's saying the right thing. You got one people saying one thing. You got another person saying that. It's, not, it's called nothing but confusion. You got Af, uh, Afghanistan that a lot of people died and gave their lives. The freedom's people now are in total control again. Turmoil. And all right. this kind of stuff. Now you got everybody mad at President Biden and then other Biden. And people don't know what to do. Well, I gave, I got an answer for you. Yes. Sing. <laughs> Songs in the night. It doesn't make any difference. Occupy right. till he comes. Because that's a sign of his coming, see. And Paul, the apostle, and they, I mean, I've never been whipped with a whip, but I'll tell you one thing. They say that is excruciating. Mm -hmm. And that man washed their stripes, took care of them. And, you know, and watch this. The people that did them wrong wanted them to sneak out. No. And they found out that they were Romans. Uh -huh. And they Paul said, rights. oh, no, 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 no. You come get us mm -hmm. and you bring us out <clears throat> because we deserve to let people know that what we did was right. And, right. of course, they did that. Right. And it's amazing to me. What trouble are you going through? What are you saying in the midst of the trouble? Are you adding to your trouble by your confession? Or are you getting your trouble away by what you are saying 
on the other side of the coin. There's always two sides of the coin. See what I'm saying? So I made up my mind, no matter what happens in life, I'm just going to believe what he said. Because someone, it can be in the darkest place in the world, will say, what must I do to be saved? Yeah. So let me ask you a question that I don't have. When you get mad at me, and you do. <laughs> Which is so rare. Well, okay, when you get, <laughs> uh, why don't you sing songs? Hmm. Sometimes I do. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? <laughs> I should do that more often. You're yeah. right. Hallelujah. And Thank what you. about you? Did you hear it? Did, I never get mad at you. <laughs> I get aggravated, but not mad. No, I think both of us, you see, I find that it singing will shut down anger. Mm-hmm. If you just lift your hands up and say, oh, Father, I just thank you, and I just glorify you, and somebody's mad, they can't, they go, uh, uh, you know, that really works, you know, when I, and I, I was thinking about that today when we came to do the boardroom chat. I said, uh, how do we... I was about that because I haven't made you mad lately, No, 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 you know, we have, we have a good marriage. <laughs> that doesn't mean we agree on everything, but that's common sense. Uh, you know, that's called life. But what happens is, is when something we're believing God for and we get in all kind of... Um, Opposition. Opposition like crazy. Like we've had all kind of opposition with, with the media. We've had all kind of opposition with, quote, a lot of Christians that were envy and jealous of us. In the past. And, yeah. uh, and also with the government in certain areas and things of that nature. And it all proved out right because we never changed what we believed. Mm-hmm. We sang songs in the night. We just said we're going to believe God. Now, I bear the marks of a Christian. I bear the marks of believing the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me just say this. I believe in prosperity because it's in this Bible, just like healing is in this Bible, like salvation is in this Bible. All the promises of God are in this Bible. But I'm going to tell you something. I have been ferociously persecuted because of that. But then I realized they really didn't persecute me. They're persecuting the Christ that's in me. Mm-hmm. And Jesus took it personal when Paul was Saul of Tarsus mm-hmm. and he slapped him off that donkey on that road to Damascus and said, why are you persecuting me? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I mean, there's some things in this Bible, Lord Jesus, it's, it's almost unbelievable, impossible, but it's doable. See, so your attitude must always be right, spiritually, physically, and financially. Like I tell people about giving. If you don't want to give, don't. What are you doing? Don't do that. But my Lord, give and expect a return. But yet we've heard all our lives growing up, especially my generation, give and don't expect anything. But that's totally contrary to the word of God. Mm-hmm. I remember old Roberts got ferociously persecuted because he said something good's going to happen to you. Yeah. Well, that's better than saying something bad going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So, because his attitude was right about that. Think about that. So that's what I'm talking about today. What we should do when everything is going wrong is sing, and I want to say sing, in other words, your attitude was, it don't make no difference what they do, but it makes all the difference about what we do in every area of our life. Well, that's easy for you to say, but just because you got it made. No, I don't have it made. I've been made the righteousness of God, but I work out my salvation with fear and trembling just like anybody else. Now, I want to show you something. I want to go over to the book of Jeremiah, I think, if you don't mind. Jeremiah, I believe it's chapter 9. And, you know, this is what you should glory in when you understand how to function when everything's going wrong and, and, uh, and how God will honor you and bless you. First, I want to read verse 23 of Jeremiah chapter 9. Now, this is all oh, way back in the Old Testament. It says this, Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise men glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him that glorieth glory in this. Now, what is this? That he, watch this, understandeth and knoweth me. Mm. That's talking about God. That I am the Lord which exercises loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. So I found out, ladies and gentlemen, what God delights. Yeah. See, and I decided, and, and so did Paul. Right, and you Silas. See? Yeah, both of them right there. Mm-hmm. And so they sang songs in the night, and God said, I will deliver them, and did deliver them. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about them over 2,000 years later. That's right. Why? Because they understood what God delighted in. And I like how he says, I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness. Mm-hmm. So he delights in that. Judgment, he delights in that. Righteousness in the earth. Because when you're in right standing, that means everything's right. Mm-hmm. 
And when everything's right and nothing going wrong, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. See, pretty simple. Yeah. See, that's what Paul and Silas was exercising. It didn't make no difference what they did, even though what they did was wrong. You mean the government? Yeah, I'm talking about beating them in. Right. They shouldn't right. have done that. But when, but, but when they decided to not bring judgment against them, but just to delight God with loving kindness. Right. You know, the judgment part of it, he said, look, y'all did this wrong. Right. We, we are the righteous here. And God's going to bless us. And right. So I don't glory that. See, right. I give God glory. If I talk about uh, spiritual, physical, and financial things in my life, people say, he bragging. No, I'm bragging on the God that done this because right. he delighteth that. Right. Then I find out that he delighteth in me. Mm -hmm. Do you delight in me? I do. I, <laughs> I, I delight in the Lord and he helps me. <laughs> oh, oh. When you and do those things. He helps me delight in you. <laughs> no. Is it that bad? Praise no, God. No. <clears throat> Let's pray for Catherine right now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, just help But me. I think this is a wonderful subject because a lot of people find themselves in circumstances. And here Paul and Silas were in a very difficult circumstances mm -hmm. that many, most of us probably will never encounter, but many people do throughout the world. And so they, they had an answer. So when God, when there's a situation that comes about in our lives that, that we seem to be out of, you know, have no control over, we can really relax and have peace in the fact that God can give us the answer for it. And that's what they did. They, they knew what they, they did all what they could do with their hands. They probably couldn't even raise their hands. They were blocked, shackled. Stocks, but boy, their voice was still available to give <clears throat> praise to God and unlock the forces of heaven by giving praise unto God. Yeah. And God intervened that day because God still had a plan for their life. But, you know, even when the enemy attacks, we know from this beautiful story that God can give us an answer and turn mm -hmm. things around. And he did that for that he day. He sure did. It didn't even just, like we said, affect Paul and Silas, but right. it affected that the jailer and his whole household. Right. I wonder what else happened in that town. I wonder Ooh. what else happened in that throughout that whole jail. You know, How about that a revival district? had begun, the whole district. Yeah. And we're still talking about it today, yeah. realizing that people that are watching today, maybe you're realizing that you're not bound by the situation that you have. You're not, you're not hindered by that. Uh, you're only hindered by what you'll believe. So if we believe, <coughs> sing praises in the night, give praise to God. Maybe you don't know how to sing or work, but you could pray in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I like to hit it in tongues when, I, when a difficult situation comes. I can just pray in the Spirit. And Amen. sometimes I'll, I'll just have a, a, for, a strong language in tongues, and I can tell I'm praying and interceding for that situation, but then there will be a shift, and then I'll move into an area of peace, and then I'm singing in the Spirit. And I know that God has already bringing forth my deliverance, my Hallelujah. peace, my strength, I want my you, answer. I want you to read that Jeremiah in Amplified. You have that in yeah, Amplified? Yeah, I have already there. I want you to read from uh, verse 23 all the way through uh, verse 24. Okay, it says, Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise and skillful person glory and boast in his wisdom and skill. Let not the mighty and powerful person glory and boast in his strength and power. Let not the person who is rich in physical gratification and earthly wealth glory and boast in his temporal satisfactions and earthly riches. But let him who glories glory in this that he understands and knows me personally and practically, directly Ooh, discerning and recognizing my character, that I am the Lord who practices loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. That's Knowing that God powerful. personally. Mm -hmm. See, that's the only way you're going to sing songs at the night with your back bleeding is if you know God personally. That's right. Now, you may know about God, and you may know some Bible stories, and you may have been raised in church, but do you know God? Mm. You know, Eli's sons were raised in church, and they were devils the from priest, hell. The priest, yes. Samuel was the, probably the greatest judge, I guess, Israel ever had, and his boys were nothing but heathens themselves. Yeah. So it's just going to church and being raised in church doesn't give you uh, a degree that uh, everything you do, God's going to bless. Yeah. No, you have to understand what God delights in. Right. And we have to take personal responsibility for our own lives. We can't rely upon our family or, or even the pastor of our church. Amen. We have to have a personal relationship with Amen. God himself. That's what Paul and Silas had that day. They knew his name. They knew. They understood him. God had revealed himself to, to Paul on that road to Damascus. And That's his right. life had a total turnaround. And one day he was a persecutor of the church. And then all of a sudden, because he encountered Jesus on the Damascus road, he became a planter of churches. Amen. 
Amen. And God used him to change the whole world. We're still, still talking about it. I well, look forward to meeting him in heaven. Oh, he's a great, great person. What? And now Jeremiah said that, understand that knoweth me. Well, how do you know people? You fellowship with him. Mm -hmm. You see? Now people say, what makes a good marriage? Uh, not just relationship, but fellowship. In other words, you ought to be able to get along by knowing each other. Say, I know what Kathy's going to do. If I, I know there's certain words if I use will cause that eyebrow to hit the top of the head. Certain things that will either rejoice or uh, I will get a kickback on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. So, and the only way you know that is by knowing someone. See, people say, well, I believe in Jesus. Well, wow, whoopee doo. So does the devil. But do you know Jesus? That's the difference. See, and when you know in whom you have believed, you're persuaded. There's another scripture that says, delight thyself therefore in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, he said, delight thyself therefore in the Lord. Now, what does God delight in? Well, loving kindness, judgment, righteousness. In these things, I delight. So you got to know what God delights. And if he delights in that, then you should delight in loving kindness. Right. You should delight in that. See, in every area, then all of a sudden the blessings begin to flow spiritually, physically, financially, every area. That doesn't mean everything, you know, let me just say this. Everything can run down the hill fast, but it's hitting a lot of stuff at the same time. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And uh, in other words, it's coming down. All of a sudden, you know, the water might be nice, but it may loose, loosen a big boulder, and all of a sudden the boulder's coming at you. You see what I'm trying to say? So who don't want something done real quick? Everybody likes quick. We like quick because we're Americans. We want things done fast. The problem is you've got to think these things out. Someone was asking me, and I don't get involved in political things. I'm really not a political person. I never have. What would you do? <laughs> that just blows me away. If you were the president of the United States, I can't answer that because I've never been president. You know, everybody says a lot of stuff till you get in that office. You see what I'm trying to say? And then, then, then that's all. I'm, and I'm not taking up for this and that. But I do know this. If you want to um, rescue people, you got to give them time to be rescued. You know, there's ways that you can keep the enemy at bay until you kind of get what you want out of there. And then, and then if it goes down, let it go down. But, I mean, you know, uh, nobody knows that until you walk in there. I really believe every president, every one of them that ever took that office, thought they're going to do this, they're going to do that. But when they got in that office, buddy, opposition, everything else began to take place. And all of a sudden, wait a minute. Wait a minute, because, you, you know, we are a democracy, and democracy is sloppy. It's very sloppy because it gives someone an opportunity to express their opinion. And then it all goes, boils down to a vote, and you can be totally right and voted down. Or you can be totally wrong and voted right. You know, I mean, you see, so it's not a, a theocracy. You know, so, now I, I run this ministry, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't run it with an iron hand because I don't have to. I've got good people. But, you know, and, and, and I have a board of directors, and, uh, uh, but I run this thing because the Lord called me to build this thing. And as long as I keep delighting in him, which is he, he likes loving, kind of judgment and all that, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk in the power of his word. That doesn't mean I haven't had persecution come. Same thing with you and things. And when Kathy took over the church, there were some people who said, well, she's a woman, like as if she didn't know that. She'd been knowing that since she's born, but she's a woman. But what are you going to do about this? Well, you know, and she just gave him a great answer. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? In other words, you don't know what you're going to do till you walk through it. But when you walk through it, you better be prepared, no matter what happens, to sing songs in the night. That it makes no difference what they say. Yeah, you know, David learned that. And we know from the Psalms how often that he talked about singing. He was a psalmist. So saith the Psalms. He was a psalmist. <laughs> and he would sing. You know, you can sing even if you don't know how to play an instrument. We were talking about that a little bit uh, in the car, how Jesse loves to play in the house. We were listening to some songs on the radio. Yeah, we were I said, is some that Doobie a, Brothers. Is that Long fun? train of running. I like. Yeah, I said, is that fun to play? And he said, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's fun to play that lick. We call that a lick. But there's something within us that we react to music and worship. God created us this way. David was a psalmist, and he sang songs in many of his nights, I'm sure. And this, can I read a, a, yeah, a verse of Yeah, before you do that, i got to say what you said in that car. What did I say? A song came on, and it, it brought Kathy back memories. A song called oh. Why Did Shade a Pale. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and she went, 
Remember how we used to dance? Do you remember Jesse? How we used when to dance? When we used to dance to that. Before you know, both of us in the car going, oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> It was that a good bit. memory. <laughs> it was a We're good just memory. dating. Why does Shady play? That's a great song. It's a little, a lot of organ play. <laughs> yeah, a little B3 a little now. Soft that kind of stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> just thought I'd bring that to your memory. Yeah, well, it was a good memory. Yeah, it was a good memory. Praise <laughs> the Lord. But songs do that to us. They, they transport us to sure. a place. And David learned the secret of touching God's heart with his heart when he let his heart, you know, just sing out. And Amen. Psalms 95 says, and it's a good wisdom for us today. It says, oh, verse 1, amplified version. It says, oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful <coughs> noise to the rock of our salvation. Praise let God. us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. Amen. Isn't well, that wonderful? What we're talking about is every time we talk about these things, and I think the reason why you like these, we give you not only our examples, but we give you an example from the Word of God. Yeah, and but this is important. Okay. He, he continues on in verse 3 about what that song is about. He says, for the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Hallelujah, And he goes Lord. on to say how great his God is. So when you come to God, sing songs of praise and declare what he is in your life and what he can do rather than what the situation is saying. And then verse Psalms 96 is another one. It goes right into it at the same way. It says, verse 1, oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless affectionately, praise his name. Show forth his salvation from day Today, So it's a daily song you sing. Then it goes on to say, Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be reverently feared and worshipped above all so-called gods. That's what Paul and Silas was doing. They, they did that. The I bet they had some psalms that they had memorized as well, kids, so if, you so, know, or whatever, and yeah. they were declaring that. So I don't have nothing to sing. Well, make up something. Sing I a new there's song. There's some people behind the camera, you know, and of course I'm way older than all of them, and uh, uh, they look a lot older than I do. But I mean, they're <laughs> we you have to repent of that. I have to make That's the sign of the cross on that. And when we right before we came <laughs> in to do this thing, you know, uh, you know, I, I sang a song. They go, I never heard of that before. Yeah. My Lord, what is that? You know, well, everybody has their own generation. And let me just say it, since we're talking, praise. My generation, Catholic generation, we had the best music. Let me tell you something. The late 60s and the early 70s, it don't get no better. <laughs> it just didn't. I mean, it, and it crossed the world. That, my generation, they're still I love playing it. them. Oh, they're still playing that stuff because, I mean, you had to know what you were doing. Uh, you didn't have a synthesizer back in those days. You, you had to know how to play. You had to know how you better have some talent to put those mm -hmm. things out. But see, Paul and Silas was prepared right. for whatever came their way. Right. See, you must be prepared no matter what happens in life because if you're prepared, then you have a plan. Mm -hmm. See, and that's the whole thing. Now, Paul at one time was working with John Mark. And when the, and the persecution came, John Mark said, I'm out of here, Jack. Right. I'm going on. Now, you know, people get mad at John Mark. But see, what Paul liked John Mark, pulled him out of his ministry. He was a teacher. And Paul wanted a boy like Silas who could sing with his back bleeding. One of the evangelists out there. Right. But then yet, Paul made a mistake. Paul called him a slacker and all kinds of stuff, John Mark. But then you find out later on <clears throat> what the Apostle Paul was wrong, and he said, bring John Mark to me. He's profitable to the ministry. In other words, he had changed. He had to grow. You see, what happened, the reason why John Mark ran away, didn't have a plan. Right. What happens if this happens? What happens he if this happens? He wasn't committed to the plan. Like a man asked me, this, brother, Jesse, what would you do if you lost everything? And I'm just looking at him like I'm looking at you. I mean, my God, suppose you had to let all your partners quit giving. I said, okay. I would have to lay off everybody. I'd have to go off all television. I'd have to do everything like that. But no one could take that camera that I'm talking to. No one could take these buildings. Why? Because we're debt free. So me and Kathy would get in the front of the ministry and sit in the rocker and rock until things got better and sing songs in the night. It's just that simple. See, we made a plan. Isn't it amazing how people will rehearse the failure? We never think about that mm -mm. until someone asks us that crazy question. We rehearse the blessing. We never rehearse what's going to happen if it mm -mm. doesn't work. We always no. uh, rehearse what's going to yeah. happen because we believe it's going to work. Well, and we, we sing about that. Romans 4.17. Even if I can't sing, I'm going to rap it. That's right. <laughs> Romans 4.17. We are calling those things would be not as though they were until they are. Uh-huh. You see, I don't say what I have. Why would I tell God that? He already know that. I say what I want. 
You see what I'm saying? And when you understand that, when you're prepared, see, for us to do this, uh, this set here, there had to be preparation going on. I remember we went looking for this table. Find this table. We needed something round. We needed some, you know, Kathy wanted different things. She said, Jesse, I see this. Let's go over there and look at it. I said, okay. We did. So we got that. We needed some uh, cameras. But you see, the camera can be great, but if there's nobody behind it to run it and set it all together, we got a guy named Caleb that comes in here, sets all this stuff up, throws the red light on, and walks out. That's exactly why he's totally assured that that camera's going to work. He's totally assured that me and you are going to speak until we finish. Then I got four or five people behind the camera like this, just waiting for me to say something. And when I get ready close to the end, then Jennifer will come up there like that, waiting to cut the clock off so we'll know where we are. In other words, it's counting us down so we, we don't keep you here all day. Because Kathy long-winded. Sometimes you can get a little long. But <laughs> in fact, my, I'm grand, working on that. my granddaughter was so funny. She said, she calls Kathy a Mimi. She's You're saying, the long-winded oh, one. What are you talking I mean, about? I mean, yeah, but I mean. You don't know. I have to teach him how to close a conversation. songs in the night there, Kathy, when I tell the truth. Okay, so, I am telling the truth. But Meredith says, oh, Mimi was long, good. Long. I said, well, she had a lot to say. And, and had to try to get it in as quick a time as possible. Because the word of God is so powerful. Because every time you say something, if you notice, I asked her to read one verse. I didn't ask her to go read Psalm 95. I didn't ask her to read Psalm 96. You don't have to ask I me. Didn't have it's to ask. just Jesse and Kathy. It's not just Jesse. That's right. No, what happened was <laughs> Revelation hit you. You went, let's go to Psalm All 95. Right. Let's go to Psalm 96. I have, I have another so verse that's how too. It happens. By, by the What's way, that? I have another verse too. Oh, you have another verse. <laughs> Let her read the verse. Go ahead, Kathy. Oh, I went to the book of Ephesians, which I the just Lord, love. Jumping all over Ephesians. See, that's five. what I'm saying. That's why preachers preach long, because you start saying stuff oh, and it just comes out, man. It 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 it's it's explosive. The so Word really, of God has a lot to say about singing unto okay, the Lord. Okay, can you fact, give me uh, Ephesians what? Ephesians chapter 5. I All could right. read a whole bunch of verses. You know, verse what? The more, you know, when I read that one verse. Verse what? Well, verse 19, but okay. there's a lot of good stuff right before it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You see, there's 66 <laughs> books here, too. You can go forever, you know. All right, so go what you got to say what you got to do. Can I do the whole thing? That, no, that's on man. My heart? <laughs> take my, you're taking my time. Your time. <laughs> Is it okay? Yes, it's okay. Give me okay. a thumbs up, guys. Is okay, it okay? Yeah, it's okay? Okay, verse 14 says, that he says, Therefore, awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine, make day dawn upon you, and give you light. So everybody's, that was a dark place. He says, wake up. Then he says, look carefully then on how you walk. Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, and not as the unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people. And he says, making the most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. And that's so true today. Verse 17 says, therefore, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. And this is the verse that really I wanted us to get to. It says, speak out to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise with voices and instruments and making melody with all your heart to the Lord. And then it goes on to say, at all <laughs> times. Keep going. This, <laughs> is the, this is the key verse. Okay, that's the, okay. So, I thought, I thought it was uh, verse 19. Be patient, Jesse. I'm being patient. Ex exercise being patient. that fruit yes. of the Spirit I'm right now. I'm the cross right now. I got it. Go ahead. <laughs> verse 20 says, at all, this is when you do it. It says, at all times. And for everything, give thanks in the name of, of the Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. And Isn't that verse, awesome? And read verse 21. You go ahead. Oh, okay. And be, you go ahead. You, oh, I'll let no. you read okay. something. Since you want to go further, you don't think God just blessed me? Verse 21, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And verse 22 is for you. Wives. <laughs> I love it. Submit yourself to your own husbands <laughs> as unto the Lord. I yes. knew I was coming out on top, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, but <laughs> you read yourself it right follows, into it, baby. No, but it follows right after 21, subject to one another. See, you, see, you have to start there. People want to start <laughs> on 22. Don't try to spin it. Don't spin it's it. It's not a spin. Just take it. Praise it's called the Lord. clarification. Hallelujah. See, Tw you can't start at 22 see. unless you read 21. <laughs> Be subject to one another. And then when the Thank wives you, are Thank subject you, to the... I sing songs in the night. <laughs> when this, you bring in confusion in I'm the not room. making confusion. I just read the word. <laughs> My says, point is they had a plan. You had a plan. Uh-huh. Okay? And God showed you these things. See? I need to read it to the amplifier. No, 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 wait. What happened was 
We got to get back to the example because see these these people that are hearing this are hurting. See how do I how do I get out of this? Sing psalms, spiritual songs. In other words, sing from your you don't feel like singing. Your your soul's gonna say no, but from the heart of God that's inside of you. And when everything's going wrong, loving kind, let it come out, and it'll begin to change what you feel, what you see, and it'll give you what you're believing for. But it can't, in other words, I don't know of anybody that can build a house without a plan. Mm -hmm. You got to know what to do. Right. Right? Am I right. correct in that? So when you understand that, that's what, that's what made those guys do that. Yeah, their back had to be healed. It probably hurt as it, you know, as those stripes right. and stuff like that. But they made up their mind, no matter what Satan does, we got a plan. And that's to go in the world and preach this gospel. No matter what happens. So that person that asked me, what would happen if you lost it? Well, we're not going to do that. Right. But since you asked, I'm not going to just, I'm going to just say that. Well, first thing, we're protected. We have an El Shaddai God, a God that's more than enough. And we have partners that I trust you, you trust me, we both trust God. And that's how we got this table. That's how we got that camera. You knew we needed help, you, you gave. That's that simple. And me and Kathy don't ask you to do something we don't do. There's a lot of times Kathy will look at me in church service and she'll go, and I know what she's saying, how much you want me to give today? And I say, uh, Make a decision, Kathy, and I'll back it. And she does. Just that's it. I don't know what she's going to get. I have no idea. It doesn't make any difference, you see, because she's hearing the voice of the Lord, and something's coming up in her spirit. Say, let's be a blessing to this. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do that. And, and then we get together and talk about it. Sometimes we don't. So when I'm in that position where I can't talk to her about that, I said, well, make a decision, and I'll back it. How many times I went to the Lord, and I said, God, I, I don't know what to do. And not that God was too busy not to talk to me. He said, well, Jesse... Make a decision and I'll back it. He wanted you to grow. Yes, but he realized, he trusted me. Mm -hmm. Now that's a wonderful thing when you find out that God trusts you. He trusted me to make that decision and he backed it. Mm -hmm. And see, that's what I'm talking about, see. When your decision was based on what you knew God would want you to do because you know him through his word, you wouldn't Amen. do something that was out of line of his character. You, would, I really, you would do the honorable thing. You would do the right thing. You'd yeah, do justice. I think when, they, when the guy put their feet in stocks, shut them down, I think Paul said, sing, Silas. And Silas said, okay, Paul. And they both started singing. And because they wasn't going and complaining about what was happening to them, God shook the place, broke the bonds and the chains, saved the guy that, uh, uh, that, that put him in bonds and chains, right. saved his house, and then got the people that beat him to make a public apology mm -hmm. because they were Romans. And you didn't do that in those days, buddy. You didn't, be, you didn't hit a Roman. Right. You see, that's what I'm talking about. So in other words, your answer to what you're believing for is right there. It all has to do with your attitude and what you're willing to do when you're walking through some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I wish we wouldn't have to go through it. It's like some of these things here. It takes such vast amounts of money to run this ministry. My God. Why? Uh, well, the cameras cost a lot of money. Uh, you know, everything it takes to do it. We just built Studio C. This is a new uh, set, set that, that you allowed me to it's, use in your studio. This is your studio here. And right across behind the camera is another beautiful set. And things. Now, why does it cost so much? Well, I don't know. That's, that's, what, that's how business is, you know. But that doesn't stop us from getting it. You know, I mean, why does a loaf of bread cost a mom? It does. Why does a gallon of milk? Why does a gallon of gasoline? Well, I don't know. I mean, but if you're going to drive your car, you better put some gas in it. Just that simple. You see, why do people raise prices when things get short? You know what I'm saying? When you, well, I mean, why don't you just sell it till you run out? But no, they're going to try to make more money just in case something happens. Well, there's a lot of things happening. I wish they wouldn't be as expensive, but that's all right. Yeah. Because my God, and right. I like to say that shall supply. That's right. And that's all I need to say. That's right. Shall supply. Yes, This is his ministry. I work for him. No matter what the need is, he shall supply. He, he does. It doesn't make no difference how expensive the need is right. or how cheap the need is. Because it's according to his riches in it, glory. In glory. Yeah, yeah, that's a powerful, powerful thing. You know, this thing. message we're talking about today flows so well with what we talked about last week on mm -hmm. the chat, which is be careless. Be careless, that's and right. And so that, mm -hmm. we, we had some testimonies that came in from that, if you don't mind, I'd like yeah. to read one but from Sarah. Yeah, but notice this, they were careless and got beat, 
but then they got the blessing of their well, life. Well, they, they were able to sing yeah, in in the midst songs of. in the night because they were careless. They yeah. refused to That's take right. on the care of that situation that they couldn't change in their own strength. So therefore, they released the care of it unto God, so, sang songs in the night, so this and is changed a, things. From last week? Well, this, well, so many of them uh, yeah. sent in a testimony from Go last ahead. week's chat. Uh, that's been airing. You could still watch it. It's right. really amazing. This one, Kate says, watching from England. Prudence says, watching from Malawi. Uh, that's in Africa. Malawi, Africa. Africa. Ahaya says, greeting from Canada. Greetings from Canada. Ni Yini, watching from Singapore. And uh, Margarita is saying some great things. But I want to read this one from Sarah. She says, thank you all for sharing about being careless. I grew up feeling fearful all my life. But God renewed me, restored me, and revived me. And because of that, I am no longer fearful nor anxious about anything. Perfect love casts all, all fear. Isn't that great? What's her name? Sarah. Now you have a plan, Sarah. That's right. It don't make no difference what the devil does now. Because you surpassed, you passed all that junk, and you left him with fear. He's so full of fear because you no longer, your faith is not contaminated. Uh-huh. In any way, shape, or form. That's right. a blessing. That yeah, blessed me. It is. What uh, else you got? Juvie says, watching from the Philippines, love you both. Jean says, I've been listening to you since 2003, and I love you too. I've been, uh, I've been to see you when you came to Alabama and in Branson. I'm in Georgia now, and now I'm watching you on my iPad. Praise so God's God. renewing a lot of old relationships Amen. over the years that we've connected. You know, because you've been preaching for 45 years. 45 years. You've been in full-time ministry for 43, and that's you, a long time. And, and a lot know, of interactions I'm, with a I'm lot wanna, of great people. I want to correct something right now. Because I, I, thought, I thought about that yesterday. I always say, I've been preaching 45 years, been in full-time ministry 43. Lord said, no, you've been in full-time 45. When you preached that first message right there. Just like even though you. you had a job, I was called and sent. And you responded to that call. And I responded to that, and I've been doing it ever since. Now, I've had people say, when are you going to retire? I, I can't find that in this Bible. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't mind. That's not the issue. But to do what? See, I'm not interested in playing golf the rest of my life or fish the rest of my life. Hmm. I'm interested in reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. I've got so consumed with the vision that God gave this ministry. And what is that vision? The same vision that God gave his son Jesus yeah. to go in the world and preach this gospel to every creature. Why do you think the COVID is going nuts? To stop the gospel from mm -hmm. preaching. Right. Being preached to people because it changes lives. You mm -hmm. see, all, everything is designed to shut this thing down. But the Bible said the gates of hell are not prevail against this church. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. That's why we ask people to be partners with this ministry. Not that we need any more money. When you send in your partnership, I, I don't get a raise. I don't know that. That 100% of what you send goes into world evangelism. That's what it's all about. But yet my, the salaries that I pay my people is part of evangelism because without them, we couldn't do this neither. Everyone is a, is a link. It's like a chain all together. If you look at it as a puzzle, it becomes a beautiful picture. But when I first built it, it was a box. And when I opened it up, there were just pieces everywhere. But thank God, Kathy knows how to put a puzzle together. <laughs> I know how to hang I the puzzle. I enjoy do, doing and, it. And too. before you know it, we begin to make the vision plain. Mm -hmm. And then people begin to minister to and trust us. And that's a blessing of the Lord. I didn't mean to shut you down. Do you have no. some more? Well, there's lots <clears> of great <throat> ones. We just got a little sampling here. This mm -hmm. one uh, from Jerry says, thank you both for reaching people just where they are. So many in the ministry are so busy showing everyone what they know and who they are that they forgot, forgot to speak with understanding. What's his name? Jerry. Jerry, there's some people got so deep they drown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're trying to impress. We're not trying to impress nobody. We'll let you see our flaws as well as our, our blessings. It makes no difference. I will not blink and I will not make an excuse for the blessing of God in my life whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. So if you ask me, how was that service? I will shout, boy, it was a great service, because that's giving God glory. Well, brothers, I heard you're doing finance. I'm so blessed, I don't know what to do it myself. I'm still giving God glory. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. I, I, it makes no difference what, how they respond to it, but it makes all the difference how I respond to what God does. Mm -hmm. And that's what Paul and Silas was doing. And you know what? I got some Silas's working for me, buddy. Oh, yeah. I mean, a bunch of them. I never forget when I hired my, uh, the oldest employee, uh, well, Kathy was the first one, but I mean, the guy that, that I, my first road guy was Fritz yeah, Brown. Yeah, because he didn't hire me. I was drafted. Yeah, I had to draft her, man. She, she wouldn't join. You know, I had to I draft know. her, you know. I, did, anyway. I think the first four years, I never got a salary. I think Fritz got a salary yeah. before me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you won't believe this. I started in 19, 
actually 1976. And in 1990, I was the, watch it, we had seven or eight people, I think, then on, on uh, working for the mayor. I was the lowest paid one. People said, you got to be kidding me. Why? Building this ministry. I put God first. Not no more. You see, I put God first. And how many times? You still put God first, I, which you mean? I will do it immediately. And God began to bless me in other areas and other places that I never thought possible. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand, it's how, it's what you say. And I think that impressed God so greatly. So what about Fritz you were got to see? Yeah, Fritz was like a silence, man. We'd get, they wouldn't feed us. They wouldn't do anything. But Fritz said, I'm with your boss. I'm with your boss. Whatever it takes, man. And I mean, we, we, we'd eat Vienna sausage in a can from a, a convenience store. And when we first started out, we'd drive all night. Didn't have enough money to get a hotel. All kinds of stuff. But we didn't care. Because he was with me. And you know he's been, and he's still like that. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this to his credit, and you've heard me talk about him, Lord. He said he wants some royalties and all them funny I stories. I gave him that idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I tell Fritz would take a bullet for me, man. Fritz would stand in front of a guy trying to shoot me. Because, you know, he, God called him to this ministry. Yeah. And God called me to him. And together we've been doing this. And now, of course, we've added a bunch of people, all a part of it. So now he's the head of a... Uh, shipping and receiving, I think, and all Product that kind of stuff. Product distribution. Yeah, and he said he took a. He said when I left the road, it took a, how many people? Twenty-five, thirty people five to replace people, me. Five people at the time, but <laughs> at a time, yeah. But I'll tell you what, he does the job. And you know when I really need to, what I call put the pressure on. Like I said, I got to fly all day, all night, hit Australia ground running with no sleep. Guess who comes with me? Fritz. Mm -hmm. I said, come on, Fritz. We can do it, boss. We can do, and we do it. Yeah. That's just the way it is. So that's what I'm talking. So I, maybe you've been going through some strong, strong things. Yeah. You need to start singing. Yeah, maybe, you need someone to hook up and sing with you. We'll yes. sing with you. We'll, we have a phrase in our ministry that says, I'll be your two. And yeah, that just yeah, means with the promise Jesus says, where two or more are gathered touching anything, yeah. he's two with Two of us. you agree on earth Agree is touching anything. It's, well, you got to agree. It'll be done. It'll be done. I'll be your two. Yeah. So that's what it's at. Some of you need some financial help. Can I be, just be totally honest with you? Have you been sowing seed? Yeah, but where? Was it fertile ground? Ah, uh, because I don't care how good the seed is. If you try to plant it in the Antarctica, it's not going to grow. Mm -mm. Why? Because my God, it's seventy below zero wrong, down there. Wrong conditions. See, wrong conditions. So you got to find out where you, uh, where you. I like what Joel Osteen says. You know, go to a Bible-believing church. Do you know how many churches don't believe the Bible? They'll say, "Well, I know God said that, but you know." That's a metaphor. No, it ain't a metaphor. That's the word that the Lord used, and, and he used it as an example to go do it. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's all about. I want to thank all our partners and friends who help us do this every week, all the broadcast television that's going on. All of it's paid for because of your faithful financial support, and I thank you for that. And I'm still getting people to tell me it's very hard to give your ministry. I don't find it hard. But you know what? Because we don't beat the money drum. We're not that kind of person. If you'd like to give, you can go to jdm.org. That's my website. And give. If you don't want to, don't. You can use PayPal if you want to. If you don't want to use it, don't. I'm not going to give. Don't. Fine. I'm not mad. Still keep watching. But I'll tell you one thing. The anointing of increase is on me. Someone told me that yesterday. They said, I have never. It is on you. I said, oh, yes, it is, because God trusts me. But you see, you know, it would come off of me just that quick if I told everybody to give to me and I wouldn't be giving myself. That's wrong. We went to dinner last week uh, with some people, and the Lord just quickened me and said, bless these people. I, I said, how much? He said, $10,000. I said, done. Kathy didn't blink. Nothing. She went, fine. And guess what happened this week? We got blessed beyond our wildest dreams. Sure. It's on me. And I don't mean that pridefully. I glory in him because he can trust me and I know he can trust you. So if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. And if God don't tell you, don't do it. Don't do it because you like me. No, you want to do this because God speaks to you if he decides to do that. And God will bless you. So remember this with them being in bondage and chains, feet and stocks. They sang praises to the Lord. And here's the key to all this. Mm -hmm. And the prisoners heard, heard them. them. Mm -hmm. And then the earthquake. 
and well, everything said, changed. How many times I have been totally persecuted over the house I live in, but how many people said, you gave me a vision, you took the persecution, Brother Jesse, and now I have a nice place because you strengthened my vision. And when they attacked me about planes, God said, you'll kill it with joy. I stayed joyful in my spirit. And I want to tell you, it's been a blessing, and we will continue to do so. Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy it today, Kathy? I have. I did enjoy it. I learned some things. Did you learn something? Well, praise <laughs> the Lord. And to all you people that take singing. time to send so all this, this, this is a lot of work. They take time to do that. You know, even if you, don't don't sing, do even if you don't sing good, like I don't really sing good. Well, Sometimes it's, that's, it hinders that's what, me. You hinder the, me because I want to sing, and you look at me like, why are you singing? You know, well, you know, it's tribulation and tests and trials for me when she sings. <laughs> but you're doing better. I tell him it's just you're that he, his ears are not refined enough. Oh, you see? that's and true. Oh, God. God. Has, God's ears can I am handle a musician. my singing. <laughs> I know that. Uh, I'll tell you real quick, we got to get off the air. I'll never forget when we wasn't saved in those days. I was playing in this little nightclub. We were just dating. A piano bar, and, and I was singing this song, Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for your touch, Unchained Melody. You know, it was done by the Righteous Brothers. Make a long Another story short. Another 70s, Kathy gets 60s up, song. Uh, and she comes sit no, on the side of the No, you asked me to. Well, whatever. She You're trying to come impress sit on me. The thing. I know it. I wasn't trying to impress. Yes, I just thought were. if you wanted to come find. Oh, and no. so she's going to sing. So I'm going, Oh, my love. She goes, Oh, my love. No, it wasn't and I that looked bad. At no, it wasn't. I, went, I said, how, how can something so good Sounds so bad. Looks so good. Uh, uh, yeah, looks so good. Sounds so bad. But you know what? I seen a miracle. When Kathy <laughs> got born again, God began to help her voice. And I'm telling you now, I can stand on the side of her and listen to her sing. <laughs> Six feet away, you know, social distance. <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> You know, I, I often told him, you have to find your audience. I, had, I used to have this little daycare in my house. Quit it. Quit it. I used to have social a distance. Social distance. <laughs> Yes, that's what earplugs are for, too. Oh, that's true, too. That's true. And so social, So I used to have this little daycare business, and these I had like eight little kids every day, and I taught them how to sing a few Christian songs. <laughs> they couldn't sing songs. a lick, neither kids. Hush up. <laughs> it was, but it was fun. But they love my singing is my point. So that's why I say you just have to find your audience. And you know what? I found that God loves my voice, and if I just sing from my heart, just like a parent does, even if they have a kid that can't sing well, they love it when they hear their kids sing. That's well, true. God loves to hear your voice so Amen. just belt it out you <coughs> yeah. know just don't worry about who else is around sing to the top of your lungs if you want to that's right try to irritate jesse for now no, no, no. <laughs> i just go to another room close the door <laughs> but you know the point is is when you let your heart out god will work a miracle in your life just like he did for paul and silas trust him to take care of that difficult situation by just pouring your heart out to him. And if you don't know how to sing, just trust him to give you the words and give you the melody and bring peace to your heart. So I'll say this and we'll close. Sing in the night, sing in the morning, sing during the day. And what I mean by that, give God praise. And guess what? Your circumstances will change. This is Jesse and Kathy saying thank you for listening to us. We'll see you soon again. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.